What's up, guys? Welcome to season two of the Nurse Speak podcast. I am your host, EB. I am here with Emily. Hi, guys. And uh, we are super excited to be back. We have missed you guys. Yeah, we had a break. It was great, but we're really, really excited to be back. We missed you guys so much that now we made a YouTube. Yeah, so you can watch us. You can you can not only listen to us, but now you can watch these videos. And see how awkward we are. It's which it's very awkward. So I hope you guys can forgive that part. First episode of season two, the topic is workplace relationships. And uh, I got to say, there are a lot of gems in this episode. Our two guests today are Val and Sheena. They are very insightful on this topic. Grab a notebook. Yeah, pencil and pen. There's some good personal reflections that are probably going to happen. Yeah, some gems will be dropped and uh, you don't want to miss them. Without any further ado, we bring you the first episode of season two. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Sheena at Keeping It Kinky on Instagram. How's everybody doing? My specialty, I'm a floater, so I go everywhere. I go everywhere in the hospital that's needed. They call it pool nurses in Philly. I don't know if that's a oh, thing yeah. anywhere else. Yep. I work at a trauma hospital. Philly's been popping lately. I'm trying to get everybody to calm down, stop the violence. <laughs> um, it's been a lot. I had this viral video back in March of basically yes. me telling people to stay their asses home. <laughs> I honestly made that video in like, where I was like, these people really not going to stay home in a pandemic. And I came home after night shift, made that video outside of my house no makeup on just was like oh let me just talk about this i had like 1800 followers at the time literally a few days later it went viral all around the world and i went from like 1800 followers to 75,000 followers in like 48 hours it was ridiculous yeah how was that so yeah i watched that whole thing happen i reshared that video like i saw it on shade room that was the first place i saw it and then someone sent it to me and i posted it and it was i remember that week it was like my most viewed thing i post <laughs> really yeah it's funny because this is my real personality so so many people ask other people like oh is she really like that and i'm like what am i like that is so unusual <laughs> but like this is really how i am so it was cool because everybody was understanding where i was coming i think people really don't know what the er is for people really think that the er is for like oh i have an issue so let me just go to the hospital because no 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 like er it says emergency it's kind of like for <laughs> emergencies so like yes you know if you have something that you cannot control or that you're scared or it feels different or not like your usual of course that's what we're here for but if you have a headache that you have not taken Tylenol for and this you know it's just like at least give us a little bit of help you know I didn't realize that, that was something that so many nurses went through so I think that's kind of why it went viral because it was so relatable to so many healthcare workers across the world of being like yeah sometimes we do need a break guys <laughs> you know yeah. so I think it was great because again it it, show, it shed light and i think it also was like a, a a moment of like camaraderie for everyone i know some people are against like the funny videos and tiktoks and things but for me it's almost like a nurse like wake up call like you know it's, it's almost like a roll call like hey y'all all right over there in cali oh y'all all right over there in, in wherever and it's like a, a moment to be like everybody cool all right cool boom yeah. we good so i was really happy to see so much camaraderie and everything like that and you know so I'm still here, still on the COVID unit, still telling people to keep their asses home. And since then, <laughs> right, since then I've launched um, my own business. It's called Kingston Conversation. This shirt is from there. I do essential t-shirts and all types of funny things that I uh, post. Some things that I post are on there too. So if you guys ever have a second, check out www.kingstonconversation.com. Conversation with a K. That's right. That's, see, that's the way to do it. That's Good job. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great. My name is Valentine. Um, I've been a nurse for 10 years now. I'm in Los Angeles, 31 years old. I mean, I just came from New York doing COVID and now I'm back in LA. And I also do a couple business ventures on the side that I'm really passionate about. So um, I love that I'm in and out of the hospital and being able to live my life to the fullest. Yeah. Tell us about these business ventures. Yeah, what do you what, do? Yeah, what are you up to? <laughs> so um, I have built a team from a while ago with a um, nutrition company. With this, you, you know, you help people get results, nutrition results, and then you build a sales organization and you grow it from there. And I've owned a gym in Culver City here in LA uh, for three years at one point from 2014, 2017, closed it, came back full-time into nursing because I was switching my business model. So next year I'll be in Ghana uh, starting oh. a chain of nutrition smoothie cafes. So my goal is 10. Super dope. Yeah, my goal is that's 10. Awesome. And um, yeah, so, you know, that's what I'm talking about. This border, when this border opens, your boy is <laughs> out. I know that's right. Your boy is <laughs> out. I'm out. Wait, you're Nigerian, right? Yeah, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. Okay. I actually went to high school in Nigeria too. Oh, really? Yeah. Born and raised in LA, but then for, for high school, for eighth grade, I left. And that was my first time in Africa when once I was there. What? And I came back as a senior, did college, and then yeah, and then I'm here. That uh that's like the reverse. <laughs> bro, like, right. that's, that's a whole nother podcast, bro. bro. I can't that's imagine. a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So we're talking workplace relationships. Um and before Lord. we start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would either of you or have you dated someone you've worked with? Hell no. <laughs> that's like a work. I don't know. No, no. So that's no. like a firm rule for you. Like you meet someone no, at work. You know what? It's not a firm rule for me. It's not that I would never do it. It's just that I've seen it go so bad for other nurses that I just be like, don't do it, girl. Don't do it. It rarely goes well, you know? <laughs> and then you got to see him every day. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta see them, and then everybody be knowing your business. Like nurses talk too much. Everybody know everybody business. It's just too much. It's just too much for me. Valentine, you're you're quiet over there. Real silent, bro. I'm just listening. <laughs> I said okay. I, I think. I, think, I mean, I'm not gonna push it because I don't want to answer anything either. Oh so. look, no, I, I, no. This is a podcast. We're gonna deliver. We're gonna deliver. Yes, no. You we're can't gonna, be in no podcast and be like, I can't. We're gonna deliver. Um, this is. My I'm, like, she every time I'm like, dang. Yeah, I'm like, dang. She didn't really nothing. You could have made something up. Come on, you could have no, made something up. You know, and the crazy part is, I've had people come at me, but honestly, it's just like I don't. I, I be nervous. I can't. Don't be nervous what if it's in, on another floor i know you pool your flow pool but it could be I someone the from floor. the icu I'm every floor I'm uh, a yeah. i go everywhere there's nowhere that i don't go i go are to you, the er the icu i go are you everywhere. night shift are you night shift or day shift i'm night shift but i'm not dating day shift day shift is weird a <laughs> night shift nurses some, don't mingle with day shift nurses that's not even somebody a thing. From the day shift. <laughs> no we don't mingle with them that's not even a thing it's a squad Val's about, we don't do Valentine's that. about to give us a master's class on this. <laughs> He's like, you got to do so But in all serious, if I, if I found someone that was a nice person, I, I would give him a shot. I just, it just never happened that way. 
Oh, we guys get to react to people's stories that they just tell us a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I I definitely have had um yeah quite a few <clears throat> workplace relationships. So what what happened? Are you are you currently single? Actually, I'm not. Okay. Um. The uh, is this someone you met at work? Nope. She is in another country. Oh wow. What is so that's that why like? You out. Co- when, that, when them borders open, that's why you out. Okay. <laughs> why she got everybody got to say that? Got- <laughs> <laughs> like, I was wondering why you that's didn't go to Nigeria. To so, so she's in. No, she's she, no, she's in Nigeria though. She's in Nigeria. Okay. See, I went to Ghana. Uh, whenever I go back, I just if she's in Ghana, if I'm going to Ghana, I fly her out with me, and then if it's Nigeria, then she's already there, so it works. How often do you go to Nigeria? Well, last year I was there three times. So, uh, I mean, this year I plan on going in October because apparently everything opens up by that time because my birthday's in October. And then in December, I'm going to be there for like, I don't know, I think I'm going to give it two months. I'm doing a one-way ticket, so we'll see. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Are you on a travel assignment? Yeah. All I do is travel assignments. And then when I'm not on travel, I do agency shifts that i just pick up okay. ships that's it nice so i can leave if i want to you know what i mean yeah what i need to do that's the kind of freedom that really i uh when people ask me like oh what do you think about nursing i'm like you know like i actually i i enjoy bedside but like besides that aspect of it like yeah you can literally make your schedule work to whatever you want to do like exactly yeah that's that's like the main selling point to me yeah travel nursing exactly yeah and a lot it's of people perfect. are still really afraid of travel nursing, which don't be afraid. I actually applied to go to Cali, but they, they license take too daggone long. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while, but it's worth it. Yeah. It pay, is worth it. The payout. Once here you is... get here. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody today from uh from New York and uh he was like, Man, this is my first time in Cali for life like in life. Mm-hmm. He's like, Boy, I've been missing out. So I told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you. Yeah. That first California paycheck too, you're like, oh, and it's always nice outside. Yeah, for the same job you've been doing your whole career, and they have ratios. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right, let's jump to the first story. As I'm telling the story, if there's anything that pops out to you, feel free to interrupt and comment on it. Um, React. Otherwise, I'll run through the story, and at the end, I'll see if there's any comments. If not, we'll just keep moving. So, first story: my EDRN coworker, let's call him Joe and ED Tech, let's call her Lisa, started dating. They were actually good together for a while, kept it under wraps for the first couple of months, then it went public. Everyone loved them together. Eight months later, Lisa started getting suspicious that Joe was cheating. Joe decides to text her, saying that he needs space. The next day, Lisa drives over to his place to talk things out, sees his car in the parking spot of his apartment complex, goes up and knocks on the door. No answer. You know what I just realized? I think this story is the person. I think she just doesn't want us to know that. Yeah. Probably. probably. That's why she's telling it in oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, don't. Oh, yeah. She knows so many details. I'm like, how Those do you know BMS. that they did that? Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Um, Maybe. Nurses do talk, so you never know. Yeah, it might be her okay, good friend. Okay. So. The next day, Lisa drives over to his place to talk things out. Sees his car in the parking lot of his apartment complex. Goes up and knocks on the door. No answer. She gets suspicious. Knocks again. No answer, but she hears stuff rumbling inside. Knocks a third time. Joe answers and tries to slip out of the door saying, let's walk the dogs and talk with the dog on a leash. 
Lisa has a suspicion that he has someone in there and basically forces her way into the apartment, saying, no, let's stay here and talk. She sees a pair of tennis shoes by the door that aren't his or hers, and she starts to go ballistic. She searches the whole apartment and finally opens the closet door to find our other EDRN, let's call her Rena, standing in the closet half-dressed. Rena has a husband and two kids. She screams at Rena to get out and basically chases her out of the apartment and officially ends it with Joe. Next day, she decides to message the cheating closet girl's husband and give him a heads up about what's going on. The husband ends up threatening Joe and then thanks Lisa and also sends Lisa a picture of half-filled allotted fentanyl and Ativan bottles that he found. Turns out Rena has been diverting for quite some time and gets fired halfway through her next shift. So now everyone finds out that Joe cheated on Lisa with Rena, who just so happens to also be a diverting homewrecker. Everyone hates Joe because Lisa is basically the sweetest, purest girl ever. And now no one talks to him and he doesn't even have his closet hoe. I done told y'all, I done told y'all don't mess with people at work. It's so, that is messy. Why? Nothing has to be that messy though. That's Yeah, that's the overboard, man. That's, yeah. You that's, know, what I always say, what I always say in these conversations is, listen, you got one person, then one try. <laughs> you got one try. If that messes up, you're done with this unit. Yeah. No everyone of that, you just, everyone that you're labeled, that's it. That's what I, that's the rule I give people. You got one try. Um, I just feel that went real far, <laughs> real quick. Um, but I do feel like, come on now, Lisa, was that your man? Was that her man? Cause that, cause come they on, said man. They were he was putting it down. That's what happened. Yeah, but yeah, but if that's not your man, <laughs> I don't know about telling other people husbands and all of that. You know what I mean? Like if he told you he was he if y'all broke it off. You walking into somebody's house acting like that's your man. That's not your man. That's not your man. Well, okay. Me and Emily were talking about this earlier because I was like, he did tell her he needed space. So it's kind of yeah. weird that she just pulled up. But at the same time, they had been dating eight months. Yeah. He that's... was honest with her, though. He said he needed space. I don't have to tell you who else I'm sleeping with. Interesting take. Yeah. I'm just being honest. It would be one thing if he just continued to lie to her. But he told her, I need space. And then you came to his house, barged in the door and found out who else he was sleeping with. At that point, it was no longer your business. And then chased them out. That's a good point. And then officially right. ended it. That's Right. Now, it's one thing if they were in a committed, serious relationship for those right. eight months. And I understand. But from what they're saying, it makes it seem like they was just kind of like dating, messing around, having a good time. So I think like, you know, at that point. No, he, I, and listen, he I, said I they were official. Too. Yeah, they were official. They were, they they were official. Oh. And then he yeah. just texts her. Like, this is what we talked about, because, like, okay, if someone just texts you, I need space, and you've been dating them for eight months, like, I feel like there is a conversation that needs to happen. Yeah. But I think yeah, it's weird to... My my <laughs> only thing about this, this is the only thing I... He didn't I like said, the element of surprise if she well, stopped. Well, she, I'm just saying, you just can't just show up to someone's place. That's but also, she's doing that because she's suspicious, suspicious of something going on. But imagine she got there and she was wrong, though. I would have been like, then, what are you doing here? she would have been like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm the one that needs to work on my personal issues. But obviously he was doing something. So yeah. I, I agree. I, I get both. I yeah, get both. Hard. That sucks on her part though. Yeah. There's a couple ah. of stories like this where like well, not like this. This one. No, this is, this <laughs> not quite like this. But there's one of them where it's like people are in relationships and they meet someone at work and they're like, "Oh, my relationship was kind of fizzling out," and they start something new and end it with the other person, right? And then we have stories that come from the other side where it's like, "I was dating someone 
and then they broke up with me but they must have been talking to someone and they're like pissed but i'm kind of like that's a weird there's a gray area that does exist yeah i mean i've had that happen to me too i can just respect the honesty a little bit that's the only thing that i say there there's a lot of people that would have just kept dating both of them so all i can say is that i respect them saying like okay obviously this isn't working like let me exit i feel as though at that point it's almost like do you need to be honest at that point and break somebody's heart i kind of understand why someone (laughs) would be like Listen, I ain't even gonna tell this person the rest of this. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Just bow out gracefully. Right. I'm not saying it's right, but I just think that like calling her husband and doing all of that, like that was a lot. Thank God they did, because like they re- revealed that she was doing something she wasn't supposed to be doing. But I just I do think that's a little it, it seemed like it got real messy real quick on all parties. Everybody seemed like they was wrong, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> good summary. That's a, that's a good good summary. That, that was a good one. Yeah. That, yeah okay. We're gonna go with that. Yeah, everybody <laughs> took it too far. Everybody had to sit down. That's why you should see. Gotta be watching. See <laughs> she just said, Yeah, I'm my business. <laughs> all right, next story. Uh we met in 2016. I was reviewing for my BLS at work. I showed up to the class and it ended up getting pushed back an hour because the room had been double booked. When we finally got in, he was teaching and I recognized him as a tech who also worked night shift in the ER with me. I mentioned something to him about how we worked together and that was that. I saw him again when I picked up a night shift and we went out to triage to chat. We talked for a few minutes and went our separate ways. Apparently, He went home from work that morning and told his roommate that he had just met the ideal woman, but that she had an engagement ring on. I was engaged to someone else at that point, and he was also in a relationship with someone else. We continued our friendship from afar, and then we somehow ended up in a random community college class together that summer, and our friendship really blossomed. I had no idea that he was completely in love with me the whole time, and I was still engaged to another guy. Also, he's in a relationship too. Yeah, okay, everyone's in a relationship in this story, but... (laughs) Just to clarify, I ended up seeing him at work all the time and we talked frequently, pretty much daily. I got pregnant with my daughter by my ex-fiance and came to find out that my ex had been cheating on me for months with multiple women while I was pregnant. We broke up while I was six months pregnant and my friend from work and I hung out pretty consistently the entire pregnancy. We hung out before I was single, but definitely increased more when I was no longer in a relationship. I never thought anything of it because I was pregnant and I had just been cheated on, so my entire self-image was incredibly low. I thought he pitied me, but in reality, a lot of the time he was supposed to be studying for the MCAT, he would instead drop everything and come hang out with my giant pregnant ass. Let me try that sentence again without the ass. Uh, <laughs> my pregnant self. My, yeah, it just sounds. Uh, you had just, to say it with swag. You ain't saying it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Melissa, Melissa, though. Yeah, exactly. She wrote it right. She wrote it right. It was you. <laughs> Listen, I've read through these you stories maybe once. Don't worry, we got. We understood it, Evie. We got it. We we know what we we know what it is. I'm not trying to make this dude sound like he has like a thing for like pregnant chicks, which I feel like is what I just made. That's that what sound it sounded like. like. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly like, what it sounded like. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So if you're out there, dude, my bad. That's not what I was trying to. <laughs> All right, I still had zero clue he liked me at this point. I ended up having my daughter right after he took his MCAT. About a month later, he and I decided to go on a night hike and drink some beers at the peak. We hiked eight miles, had dinner, and he dropped me off at my place around 1 a.m. and didn't say anything. He got home, and I guess he wouldn't get out of his car until he told me how he felt, so he texted me. We went pretty slow at first because I was so hesitant to lose such an important friend, but it's the best decision that I've ever made. He proposed to me 10 months later in the same spot we hiked on our first date, and now we're married and we have a second baby on the way. 
Oh, and he's the only dad my daughter knows. She has zero connection to the sperm donor. Not only is he an amazing, supportive partner, but he's also the best dad. I got incredibly lucky meeting him through work and having coincidental circumstances keep aligning the stars for both of us to be in the same place at the same time. He truly is my best friend, the love of my life, and I've never had a better or healthier relationship. He's now a medical student, so he still managed to do well on his MCAT, even though he was dropping everything for me during his dedicated study time, and I had no idea. So a nice story where it went well. That was precious. But, that was precious. But, Damn. Damn. <laughs> right? But at the beginning, they were both in other relationships. Yeah, so... I mean, if you're in a relationship and your relationship is like, whatever, you guys are committed and everything, but you meet someone that you click with, like, at what point are you crossing the line? I think it's the conflict that Emily has with these stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Emily's like, but. <laughs> no, no. I mean, but there's a point when you have to be honest with yourself and say, like, the relationship you're in isn't what you want. Yeah. That's well, it sounds like they waited, though. It sounds like they did both kind of like wait until the time was right. He clearly had feelings the whole time. First of all, I think that some things are fate. Like some things happen for a reason. And I do yeah. think that like them seeing each other several times throughout their experience, I think that obviously like shows something. Yeah. Um, but I think that's super dope because it takes a strong man to love somebody through pregnancy with somebody being pregnant with somebody else's child and then to take care of that child like they're their own. So obviously he really loves her and they really built a friendship and that's super dope. You don't find that. That's that's rare. So kudos to them. That was the part of the story that I was like, this dude is not no. playing games. Yeah. He knows, but some people yeah, he are, knows what he some wants. Some people are gems that you just do not meet again and circumstances yep. don't matter that much. You know what I mean? It is what I believe in love in that type of way. So, But I'm a hopeless romantic, so don't ask me. Okay, so do you believe in soulmates? Yes, but I believe you can have more than one. But me too. Uh, oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> that The whole thing <laughs> of a soulmate is... Me too. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bow, you believe you got more than one? Yeah, but the thing is, a soulmate, I don't think a soulmate is exclusively um, romantic. I think you can have a soulmate in someone who is your sibling. I, I really believe that. But I, I know the context you're speaking in, the context you're speaking in is, is in a romantic setting. Yeah, in don't that do that case, with your sibling, please. <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> I know. But just to answer that from that point, I mean, I think that you can have someone that you have a powerful connection with. Let's say, for example, the person I'm with now, you know, I have a powerful connection with her. And that's that's why we're oceans apart. Ooh, but yeah. I'm still, I'm like, yo, that's my, to me, that's my dog. The thing is, I'll be honest, if, if something ever happened to her, God forbid, give it a four or five years, I'm likely to meet someone else that I have a powerful connection with too. It comes around, I believe, every three, four, five years for someone. That's what I believe. Well, and that, and that's the hope though, because if your partner, God forbid, passes away or something like that, you would hope that they find another person that they can have that kind of soul connection with. So I, I think that that's like, that's understandable. Right. Yeah. I think maybe my, my whole issue with the whole soulmate thing is just like one everyone has slightly different definitions of it so it's like i don't even know where the concept of soulmates came from besides like rom-coms and then <laughs> for real i i think rom-coms really poisoned our minds as like I'm sure it was oh like way that's, before that uh, me man. watching hitch way thinking that's how life was oh, I love hitch. Dude. <laughs> you were not Dude, that's a whole conversation <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you classify a soulmate? I, I, to me, I classify a soulmate as someone who is just like, you guys continuously 
have a, a kind of like a magnetic force drawing you together. You guys are, but in more than one area, not just sex, not just friendship, not just relationship, not just hobbies. Like you guys are just drawn to each other. I think this is the closest I've come to kind of being like, okay, I think, like, I think I can uh, accept the whole a little bit. soulmate thing. Cause before okay. my whole thing was just like, you really believe there's one person out there for you. Like when, because when people would say soulmate, they would make it seem like if you missed the boat, you missed yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, what yeah, are you talking exactly. about? Like, so true. That's why I said it could be multiple people. Cause I feel like that's almost impossible. You can literally just miss the red light and not meet that person that like, Come yeah. on, God, don't do that to me. I got, <laughs> like, you know, so that's just like, that makes it so much more rare. <laughs> I needed to be a couple hundred of these. You like know? in the <laughs> afterlife, being like, where was Give my soulmate? Give me better odds. Give me better odds. Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's what? How many billion people that live on this earth? Come on. It cannot just be one person. I don't believe it. And I think the idea of like one person is so toxic because like it'll make people stay in crazy relationships because they're like but this is my or soulmate see, or see the only, like when you see red flags or see like warning signs of somebody in a bad relationship you like you said you just continue to stay because you're like we're gonna make it work because we're soulmates i'm like yeah what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> people hold an umbrella of love soulmate all that and they hold it as like an umbrella over a relationship and make it seem like that's all that you need to be in a relationship love is a relationship is so much more than love so much more than sex so much more than soulmate it don't matter how much of a soulmate that you are if you don't know how to manage money communicate be honest loyal all those things play a role you know what i mean so i think that that's the problem a lot of times with relationships is that people like in these this couple obviously things weren't as they should be in their relationships but people lose, like, I guess I would say, like, t- the tenacity or the motivation to work on it. And they just kind of glide along until they get fed up enough. Meanwhile, kids be happening and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she said they be happening. <laughs> no, I'm just being real. Like, they you know so many people I know do that. They stay with somebody that they know they're not happy with, that they know yeah. the potential is there, but it's not right. They're not happy. Right. And they concentrate on the good moments. But for real, for real, the good moments is here and there, too. Like, I don't want to be with somebody that I'm 60% happy with. No one is perfect. But as far as our connection and our how we manage our stress levels, I can't be bothered. No. <laughs> it's true. I'm just being honest. People be. Uh, how many people you know that's in a relationship and miserable? No relationship is perfect, but either we're going to go to therapy or we're going to head out. But we're not about to do. Like I'm not. We're not about to just sit here and float and have kids. Yeah, I feel like kids that's most band-aids. people. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like most people. I feel like most people are in uh, relationships that they're not happy. And then, and then kids come, and you get even more stressed out, and that's when people break up. But now you didn't create all this unnecessary trauma. And so I just ties. feel like at the end of the day, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and it ends up being traumatic sometimes for the child too. So I just feel like, you know what I mean? Some people put have kids and they don't think about that part of it when it's like, no, I really only want to be with somebody if I'm happy and I want to create a love child if that works out. But I don't just want kids just to be having kids. Yeah. 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 And there are people who literally will try to have kids to fix the relationship. Yeah. Which kids with band-aids, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Or like yeah. her, like Ooh. she seemed like she just Bandit probably kids. was with him. She, she thought she was getting married. So she just probably was with her fiance. She wasn't happy, but she just got pregnant. But I just think, again, it's just a thought process. I think we just have to be more intentional sometimes about like how we view the relationship. And like, I, I heard somebody one time having check-ins, like monthly check-ins or every six months, like you all right. Okay. You cool. We good. What do we need to work on something? 
Well, we can't just be popping out babies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon. Um, can I get a beat? This episode was brought to you by Care of. What is Care of? Care of is a hassle-free wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health and wellness goals with a customized vitamin plan. They also have a skin and hair collection to help you work on your beauty goals, Evie. All you have to do is take a five-minute online quiz and answer a few questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns. With clean, wholesome ingredients backed by science, you can recognize Care of has a quality you can see and taste. For 50% off your first order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code NURSEPEAK50. One more time for those of you in the back, that is 50% off your first Care Of order by going to TakeCareOf.com and enter our special offer code NURSEPEAK50. 50. Five zero. Five zero. Oh. <laughs> All right. Next story. I worked with this RN tech couple who met at work and started dating. It had been a few months when one night, the guy, who's the RN, decided it would be so romantic if he proposed while they were working together. He did it in the empty patient room where they first met. She said yes, and everyone was like, yay? But then they had to finish working the remaining 10 hours of their shift. I don't know. That's just not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to imagine that happening. Okay. Yeah, that's not the way I want to do it, but I don't know. It's, a, it's sentimental, I guess. Like, I'm trying to. This girl's being very much like, yeah, this is what they did. I don't know. It's like, like, why would you want to propose like at the beginning two hours of your shift at work? Like, at least come like on a day off. I don't know. It just seems like. Well, uh, even I don't know. I wouldn't want that to be tied to a hospital for me. But at all. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are sentimental about things that maybe we aren't. You know what I mean? So maybe that room was sentimental for some reason. Oh, but I, I do think <laughs> they meant right. it is now. I mean, it's like, where you got engaged? Your one year anniversary. We're gonna have a t- t- dinner. Some people are the type that like don't even get a ring and don't care about a wedding. So maybe they were them type of people that's just like we don't care about stuff like that. It's definitely a personal preference. So I, I'm like hesitant to like say how like i i personally feel but that's not how do you feel just you can <laughs> if you if you, wait 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 evie don't say anything evie wait if you watch the video you can see his shake head or <laughs> yes or no <laughs> no all, all i'm saying is basically like is he romantic are you i'm oh am i a romantic person uh I don't know. That's a good question. I, I need to ask like a former, uh, like an ex or something. I don't know. Um, I think I can be, but like, to me, that's sentimental. I don't know if I would call that romantic because of the fact that like, yeah, after that, they probably had to go deal with all the normal bedside stuff. You probably cleaned up poop shortly after, you know, right it was just, right. yeah. Like, well, let me be clear though. You can make anything romantic if you care enough he could have had that whole room filled with roses if he wanted to he could have had her family pop out he could (laughs) have but i'm just saying he could have made it romantic in another way like maybe came in on a day that they weren't working that's you know have a little like plan somebody a random oh such and such as baby shower today let's go in and give him a gift and you get there and now the room's all decorated her family's there he could have made it better put it like that come on homeboy i mean are they going to come back every year to celebrate that you know like i'm just like anniversary dinner in this hospital like no I wouldn't want to be tied to the hospital I work at forever, right? You want to be tied to room 304? Yeah, like I wouldn't want to be like... I don't know. I could just imagine like a psych patient running in there while there's people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But also, I mean, what if like... Actually, I'm going to stop. Never mind. Just go to the All next right. one. Next go to the next one. Yeah, okay, next story. 
I worked in a medical pulmonary ICU, but floated to other ICUs on occasion. Well, at this time, I was in the general surgical ICU, and the gossip of the day was about a new nurse who was being fired for being in a relationship with a resident. Apparently, the new nurse had been hired beginning of July, same time as the new residents arrived. One of the senior surgical residents threw a welcome party for the newbies, which included nurses from the STICU. That's how they both met. Long story short, the administration got wind of the relationship and fired her because of the policy that states the first three months, a new nurse cannot engage in a relationship with someone from the hospital. But I guess the policy didn't apply to the resident because he got to stay. That sounds a bit sexist. That's, that's wrong, man. Some yeah. double standards. Uh, yeah. And I just feel like, um, are we minding our business or... Uh... Yeah, like, what does the hospital have Why a policy, a policy <laughs> I didn't even this. know that, yeah, that existed, yeah. I'd be like, excuse Wait. me? <laughs> like, I'm sure she's, like, so excited to start a new job, gets invited to go to this, like, whatever get-together, like, meets, meets a nice somebody, guy. they're, like, talking, it's great, and then all of a sudden they're like, by the way, you're fired. But he gets to stay. <laughs> but let's be very clear, like, doctors are not our supervisors. I think people be thinking it. Like, I, I, doctors have nothing to do with us. Like, they, yeah. uh, at a lot of institutions, they're not even, we don't even have the same people sign our checks. Like, we, they completely are two different entities. So, yeah. like, doctors are not our supervisors. It doesn't necessarily benefit us at all to date a doctor because they cannot give us a raise other than putting a good word for us. They really don't have any real control over our jobs. Besides, they can't like, give us a better day. assignment. Yeah, but like you're supposed to do that. Like, yeah. you, like you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's one thing if she would have said her nurse manager or, you know, something like that, but like we could all benefit from minding our business. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why the hospital needs to even have a policy on that. That's, that's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. I don't get that. And on TV, uh, doctors are supervisors, though. So maybe they got it from there. Well, I don't even know if it was because of it, he, it was the doctor thing. I think she, you just can't date anyone for your first three months, which is just like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> sticky yeah. yeah all right yeah. next one i'm a cv icu night shift rn who had her first six months orientation during the day shift and became acquaintances with a day shift rt we'll call him ed he took an interest in me and asked me for my phone number and he's not bad looking and seemed really nice so we began going on dates three months later we made it official and our coworkers slowly started getting the word about our relationship one of the night RTs told me one night that he was well known to be a playboy at work and can't keep a girlfriend, so I should keep an eye on him. Sure enough, a bit before our one year anniversary, I had noticed that he had a friend, Gerald, who texted him a lot at night. When I asked who it was, he said it was his friend. When I finally met Gerald in the flesh, I noticed he had an Android phone, but Gerald's texts on Ed's phone were blue. And this Gerald would use female emojis a lot too. I figured this was obviously a girl, so when I was sleeping over at Ed's house, I looked through his phone and saved Gerald's number on my phone and went to my car and called the number and a girl answered. Keep in mind, this is around 7 a.m. and Ed always sleeps in until around noon on his days off. I tried to be as non-confrontational as possible, just in case this was all one big misunderstanding. And I just explained to the girl on the phone that Ed and I have been together for almost a year but I wanted to know what was going on because Ed has been hiding something from me about this Gerald on his phone. This girl tells me that she's Ed's ex-girlfriend and her name was, we'll call her Christy. Christy goes on to say she and Ed dated for about two years, but he suddenly broke up with her about a year ago when Ed and I started dating. But he has always kept in touch with her and wanted to remain friends with benefits. And he's still been having her sleep over from time to time. I asked her if we could meet so we could give each other all the details and see what else Ed has been lying about, and she agrees. 
we say we might as well meet at his house to confront him. <laughs> I waited for her to arrive and I let her into the house and we confronted him in his bedroom where he was sound asleep. He was rudely awakened with a slap to the face and both of us yelling at him. He stared back, dumbfounded and speechless. I collected my belongings that I kept at his house over the past year and left. Christy and I, strangely enough, became friends, and luckily enough, I don't ever have to have contact with Ed since he works the opposite shift. So yeah, my workplace relationship was a shit show, to say the least. Damn. But you know what's funny? I don't know why people mess with women. Women are the most intuitive people in the world. Leave us alone. We go and find out. Leave us alone. Or be honest. Yeah. 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 Why? Like that, like... You texting Gerald all times of the night with heart emojis. Like, my man, we were going to find out. Like, why? Like, I just feel like women, our spidey senses are no joke. Our Florence Nightingale senses, whatever you want to call them, they are no joke. So I just feel like, why? Why? That was, I, yeah. It's such a waste of energy. Like, you ever wake up and you slept in and you woke up like, ex, like oh my God, I got to get to work or I got to get to school or whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that having two women that you're sleeping with smack the shit out of you <laughs> while your sleep is like that times 10. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> like, you could have went in the defib for real. Like, that was like, like, that's <laughs> terrible. Why would you even want that type of emotion and that type of energy and that type of bad juju on your life? I wonder if yeah. he was having a nightmare. Like, he's like, am real? I awake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, real, real quick question, though. The second girl, did, did did he say that, did she say that that girl worked there, too? Or no. I might have missed that. No, no, she didn't. She didn't know who the second girl was. And the second girl got broken up with like abruptly and was, wasn't sure like what was up. But it was it must have been right around the time he started dating the girl who wrote the story. Who works with him. Yeah. Who, who works with them. Ooh, but the other two remain friends with benefits. Yeah. You know, the craziest part of that story to me, though, is that he had an actual friend named Gerald that he was using as like his cover. And then she <laughs> met that friend and noticed he had an duh, Android. And duh. That's, that's insane. Duh. That's what you notice. Yeah, that's 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 the same. That's what I'm saying. Women, women be She's knowing, like, and I'm sure men second. have their own senses too. Like, who picks like, up on stuff like that? I feel like we all, we girls do. Women, that's why we've been telling y'all. Yeah. Leave us alone, dude. Evie, I like look. I, yeah. I would have. That would have. I would never have noticed. That would have over my head. That if I was suspicious of someone texting his friend Gerald, and then I met Gerald, I would immediately look and see what kind of phone he had. I would never like, you know, honestly, I had, to, I had to read that part several times over and I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> like I was like, this is genius. Uh, Here's yeah. my thing, though, wow. with, with these type of situations. And I had to learn this the hard way, man, because, you know, look, as a guy, look, I'm not against having multiple whatever. you know what I'm saying? But what I've learned is it, when you're honest, it pays. It's hard to be honest, but it pays to be honest. Once you're honest and upfront, folks can get mad, but you got to be honest with people, man. That's well, my you're saying You're saying some crazy stuff on here. You're saying some crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. Brandon, we're going to have to cut all that out. <laughs> we got to cut what out? <laughs> He's talking about my part. He's talking about my part. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. I'm, I'm just joking. Man, I got stories, man. I just have learned from experience. Dude, just be honest. If you're going to do it, do it. Just be honest first, man. That's it. <laughs> That's appreciated. I just feel like being, being honest gives that person 
and out, you know, give, give me an opportunity to realize whether or not I want to go through that or not. Like, you know what I mean? And and there are so many women that feel the way that you probably do. There's a lot of women that just want to get their rocks off too. Like, let me know, you know what I mean? So that way we can, we can go approach this the right way. And I found that those relationships where they can be honest, sometimes they flourish into beautiful things because you really gain a certain amount of loyalty and like trust to each other because you're so honest. So now I'm going to be like, well, why would he lie to me now? We've been friends this whole time and he's been being honest, whether we were sleeping together or not. So there's no reason for him to lie now that we're in a relationship. So like being honest from the beginning to me even builds trust rather than to like be sneaky because now it's, it's over for that. Like, you know, once you show that kind of sneakiness and manipulation and uh, yeah. sticky, sticky. <laughs> yeah. When you have to turn into the investigator, it's not worth it. Yeah. And it's not easy to be honest. I'm not saying that it is. It's hard. But it's very lo- hard. Love ain't easy either. And I, I just stand on the side and leave it and do no harm. Next story is pretty good. Transition to that. Okay. I worked at a hospital for six years before graduating with my MP and leaving to an acute setting. I was single and getting mine with no regrets. I slept with a tech, a nurse, two security guards, RT, and a, distri- <laughs> and a distribution. Sorry. <laughs> she's, she's, she's being honest. <laughs> she's being honest. Being honest. <laughs> We're here to be honest. honest. Keep going. <laughs> and a distribution worker. Came close with two docs, but never sealed the deal. Places we used. Radiology room. Old unused office. Empty penthouse under construction. Elevator, machine room, had to climb, had to climb a ladder for that one. Parking garage, supply rooms. Gross. Yeah, parking or supply room. That's risky. Uh, RT office, bathroom, stairwells. I'm sure I'm leaving something out. RT and I kissed in the patient's room, super quick, and the patient was out of it, or so we thought. <laughs> a week later, we're putting in a PMV, and the patient said, "I saw that, you know," and gave me a wink. <laughs> I'm lucky I never got caught because I've always been under the impression that they fire you immediately for things like that. My spouse now thinks all of it is comical because everyone has a past. <laughs> Comments? How do people not get fired for this shit? What? Yo, that was good. <laughs> the other day, someone asked if people have hooked up at work and we did like a poll. And I think it was like, it was below 10%, but close to 10% of like, probably like 10,000 people who answered that survey said they've had uh, sex at work. Which that would never occur to me to that's, do anything. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just like scared to do that. Yeah, that's so here's insane. The thing. Here's the here's the thing. Once I walk into the hospital, I'm dirty. Like, and I, me personally, like I don't, I wouldn't want to be intimate with anybody else that right? walks into the you. hospital. Like, I I feel extremely dirty once I walk in. And to me, like, come on, guys, you you've seen it. Like, somebody is asking for something outside the room with their gloves on, possibly touching the door handle or the Mm. window. We touch a lot of things that may not necessarily always get cleaned correctly. So the audacity (laughs) to to bend over and expose, like, I don't even want my skin to touch other things. Like, this is all that I want to touch anything, you know? So, like, I can't imagine. But some people get, like, and listen some people really do get off on the on the thought of somebody catching them yeah. or like sex outside and and, and and yeah and me personally i don't i think that i i, I like to be safe <laughs> i don't <laughs> care i don't want nobody to catch me you can't focus like i i just feel like i'd be like no uh-huh. i look at the door the whole time like i wouldn't even be really able to really concentrate but i know so many people that do find that kind of stuff sexy so to each his own yeah, but I feel like the supply closet is gross simply for the fact that, like, 
now my supplies that I'm like the third party just coming in to get supplies, even if I don't catch you, like, what did you touch yeah. that was supposed to be clean in my supply room? And how yeah. much time do we got? How much? How, how much everywhere. time did you do that with? Is there any foreplay? What happened? <laughs> Ain't no foreplay in this like, damn house. <laughs> I got fifteen minutes. <laughs> but is it even worth it at that point? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's me, but I don't want to. I'm good. Look, clearly for her, it is worth. It's the thrill. She, she, she's all about the thrill. That's that's what yeah. I got from that. Climbing ladders. Like, yeah. <laughs> One thing about it, sis got her fill. I know that's right. When she was, when she got to her husband, she was good. She didn't she experience it at all. <laughs> hey, back Shout to what to Emily for having a sense of humor. <laughs> hey, back to what Emily said though. Like the idea of like doing all that in there. I was just picturing like you know they're always worried about like uh, line associated infections and all these other things. Yep. They find. <laughs> <laughs> they do an investigation. Like your like, pick had <laughs> there's semen on your pick line. Like we don't know how, why this keeps happening. Trice. And then like in front of a patient, why would you ever do that? Thrill. You know like when you're like yeah. drawing someone's blood and you're like connecting that the uh vacutainer. Yeah, the vacutainer. Like if it's like in there and you're like messing up their like blood results, like <laughs> we don't Yeah. Just, think about the patient, guys. If you're <laughs> if you're gonna have sex in the supply closet, just think about the patient. Wait, but pause, pause. Do you guys actually know people that do this? Absolutely. Like personally? Oh yeah. I don't know anyone oh. personally. Not me. But... I wouldn't do it, <laughs> but yes, many times. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do. There, there is a traveler who would tell me tales of all his ventures, and sometimes I was just like, "Bro, you're absolutely crazy. crazy. Wild, wild." Yeah. Yeah, you know sometimes on that night shift it gets slow, and that suddenly people need to tell you shit like that. For like, <laughs> I was like, you know shift, you gotta, listen, yeah. life is short. You got to live it to the fullest, baby. Whatever, whatever works for y'all, you know. That's, it, that's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. But then you know, <laughs> before I go to the next story, the, the stories this guy would tell me though, like at first I was like, he's just making this stuff up. Like I remember, I would always think that I was like. Story time with so and so, like that's what me and my friends joke about. <laughs> and then I got confirmation from one of the people he talked like, and I was like, "Wow, I would not have really thought any of that was actually happening." So I th- it must all be happening on night shift. Definitely night shift. I'm just saying, you can't just say it. it's only night shift. There's probably some day shift people. Now, maybe I'll have time well, and, at work. Are you worried about night shift room? coming for me? No, I'm, th- I'm not. <laughs> well, I, it's them. They know it. They're probably going to be proud of this. <laughs> like. <laughs> that, that's not really true though that's not true though because i know day shift nurses that have said that they've used like on call room stuff like that yeah. i just don't know them personally like that but i know day shift nurses that do so i just think it depends on what field you're in because you know also people yeah. always act like all nurses do the same thing it's like yeah. 50 11 different types of nurses like there's so many people that do so many different jobs that it's so possible that they could find different areas you know what yeah. i mean and plus i guess if you're messing around with a resident who has a sleep room i mean that's pretty right, easy. You guys, y'all are sad. So, all right, next story. For my first nursing job, I worked at a long-term care facility, and I was also in active addiction. Yes, this information has a purpose in this story. I had a not-so-fun IV drug habit use, and also was taking about forty to sixty thirty milligram roxies a day. I was two years deep into actively using when I got my first job. The director of medicine where I worked hit on me during one of my first shifts. It was really late at night, and he was there late catching up on some charting. 
He brought up the topic of strip clubs and told me I would make a lot of money as a stripper because of how sexy I was. He was wow. Yeah. <laughs> he was attractive, so I played into it. Of course. <laughs> After a while, we ended up hooking up in his office during one of my breaks. The trend continued for a couple of weeks, about four times a week. And one day, he noticed some using marks on my arm, and he asked me about it. I basically broke down and told him that I had been using since my son died. He empathized with me and asked me if I was using during shifts. I was honest and told him I didn't use at work, at least not yet. I thought he was going to disclose to my manager, etc., but he didn't. About a week after, I found that he was married to one of the MPs that would come in for patient rounds every now and then. So the next time he was in the building, I told him that I thought we should end things. This is where things get fucked up on both of our parts. He suggested that we continue hooking up and that he would write me Roxy scripts. Holy shit! And hello, addict with a very, very expensive habit. So being able to get some Roxies that were covered by my insurance, I said hell yes. Holy this,、shit. yeah. This agreement continued for another six months until one day, I was caught in his office after my shift ended. Luckily, we were only making out, but still, we were caught. I ended up getting fired for being unprofessional in the workplace. He is currently still the director of medicine at the same facility. This all happened five years ago. I did get clean, by the way, within a month of being fired. I recently relapsed, but I am now 84 days clean. Fuck. So yeah, that's a crazy fucking story. I just have empathy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one because I think that like when when people think of addicts or people with mental issues, period, they think that they're so separate from them. Like it's so hard to get to that point when it's so easy,、mm-hmm. and having a death like that can make you spiral into that easily. So I can totally see how she got there. It's just unfortunate that he was even willing to push her there further. Even he's the sober one. He's taking advantage, right? Yeah, and the fact that. If she's the one that's fired, and if he's still working there, which I, we can't、yeah. verify, but like, what? That's <laughs> fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, she's probably done this before. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But I mean, but I mean, but that's why you got to be careful dealing with people that are higher ups because you're always going to be the one that's fired. So, sis, like、mm-hmm. I could have told you that they're always going to fire you first. He's the director of medicine. Yeah, he had nothing to lose. Really, he kind of was like, yeah, but that's just insane. The level of like, he's like, I'll just. He knows she's yeah, like that's that's what we're、uh, looking for. Yeah, that's one heavy. <laughs> and see, and that's why I say it's levels to cheating, because like we can't come back from that. You you not only were you willing to. To cheat, but you cheated long term. You cheated with the same person over and over. You risked your job, and then on top of that, you wrote scripts for this person, which are easily traceable. Because if they cared enough, they would they could have dug into that and found that out. Like you know what I mean? That's just so far on so many levels, and so much manipulation had to go into that. Like I'm, I'm sure he's so good at manipulation. I wonder what his wife, like what her perspective is, if if she even found out, if she knows. Like we don't know、uh, ethnicity of this this、uh, medical. Director Dewey, no. All right, I, that's I, unfortunate. What? Where were you going、I、with that? I'm curious. Look, his mouth is like. We don't have to. Oh, Ruth. Oh, all right.、Uh, next story. <laughs> I got involved with a traveler while he was on break from his girlfriend, then got dumped for said girlfriend, and they left to go travel nursing in Alaska. This guy also, <laughs> how, 
this sound familiar? Is this you? <laughs> no, I was like, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, this Sorry, guy. go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you know, why did you mute yourself? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording this uh the zoom because i feel like val's reactions yeah <laughs> like you guys won't hear him say anything but he... if you guys watch the video of this you're welcome all right <laughs> this guy also convinced me to let his friend live in my spare room fast forward a year or so he comes back to my city and he and i became a thing again i'm ashamed to say that at this point i knew he was still in a relationship and i went along with being the other woman fast forward a couple of years later and he and i are sleeping together occasionally and then I find out that this man is going to be my nursing instructor in both clinical and theory. And that obviously didn't go well. And we both made some mistakes that led to him trying to have me committed because he feared for his safety. What? That's in quotes. Uh-uh. It's so much more to the story. Right? Yeah. Right? That's exactly what he said. We, I was like, like, she left us with the, uh, we both made mistakes. I'm like. Uh, what, what were these mistakes? <laughs> we both. We was almost 302, sis. It's more to the story. Everyone's guilty here. You know what that means when they say that. Uh, he was trying to have me committed because he feared for his safety. When I think in reality, he just wanted to discredit me because I tried all quarter to get out of his clinical and he assured me that he wouldn't treat me any differently. But it was just a highly unethical situation. That's why I don't date coworkers anymore. There's so much missing from the story. Right. Well, first of all, sis, don't make it seem like you don't date coworkers no more. You don't date people that's in relationships no more. That's like the bigger <laughs> umbrella. Like that's not. Don't make it seem like it's it's work, sis. That wasn't the problem. That's her. It was that, and then he, and then he became his <laughs> clinical instructor. <sighs> and then you did some crazy shit. <laughs> it almost got you three hundred two that you're just gonna leave out. No, buddy. If you're listening, we'd like to hear the rest of the story. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep you anonymous, but we kind of want the full story. Yeah. So, yeah, what else? And, and let's be clear: I think we've all done some things that we're not proud of in relationships that could have been seen a certain way through different perspectives. But you need to put that in a story before you just say he tried to get me committed and then just keep going like that part. Anyway, skipped over. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and then I need to go into that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, okay, one more. I dated a PA at a busy ER we both worked at. We were together for about five months. I met his family. We traveled together. I felt a real connection. He broke up with me suddenly out of the blue on a weekend. I was devastated, confused, and heartbroken. Two weeks later, I saw this asshole tagging a photo with another nurse from that same ER that I trained. They were on a mountain getaway together. Obviously, they've been fucking the whole time while we were together. With collaborative proof from other nurses seeing them exchanging numbers and talking way too close for comfort while he was dating me. Since we worked different shifts, I was clueless. Fast forward two years. I'm the lead trauma nurse at a different ER, and this homewrecker gets a job in my ER. Needless to say, it was insanely uncomfortable every time I saw her. In the end, I dodged the bullet, and those two losers can live happily ever after. All right, I'll say it. she just sounds a little bitter. She sounds yeah. a little salty. She's salty, bro. Salty. Yeah. She's probably um, hurt. Okay, that's a better word. That's a better. Word. <laughs> She's salty. 
But you know what? I think people also need to identify relationships better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of times, are, are are y'all really together or are y'all just dating? Are y'all exclusive? Like people be telling stories sometimes as if the story was like, and, and the other person will have a completely different story. Like, no, we were just dating. We slept together a few times. She came to my house. We were definitely getting closer, but we weren't in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, is that when we have these stories of these men or women that are breaking it off and then going to the next person, what were y'all, what did y'all have? You know what I mean? That, that yeah. it was, because there's not many committed relationships that you can break off and that just be it. I need to come get my stuff. What kind of committed relationship are y'all in that it just took a text message to like, let it go. So I just right. think that, and I'm not saying that she's not, that she don't have a right to be hurt because whether you're committed or not, you can have a strong bond with somebody and still feelings be hurt. So I'm not saying it like that, but I just feel like sometimes we villainize people for moving on. When I told Mm -hmm. you, would you rather somebody sit there and waste your time or would you rather somebody be honest with you and move on? They don't have to tell you about their next relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And honestly, Mm -hmm. I don't know about other people, but ignorance is bliss. When I'm done with somebody, I don't want to know what you got going on. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't want to know at all. Don't hurt I yourself. No, scrolling, yeah, scrolling like that last, timeline. Hurt your own feelings. My last long-term relationship within six months or so, he moved on to somebody else. I never, everybody in their mom would ask me like, oh, well, did, was he with her when you were talking? I don't know. And I don't care. <laughs> like, I never inquired. I don't want to know. I, once I'm done with somebody, we're on to the next. I don't mind it. You know, she's a great stepmom to my son. You guys are honestly dropping some, you the know, inside knowledge. Yeah. On my, uh, on my other Instagram page, that was my personal page, which now is just whatever discussions people want to talk about, but it always comes back to relationships and stuff. Right. I need, I need to have you come talk to them, both of you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down because I just feel like we waste so much negative energy dwelling on things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. If you guys are done that is all that matters. I don't need to know what escapades or what things he did wrong to me or whatever. Like sometimes it can help for closure if you were curious, but if you cheated on me one time, I don't need to know about the rest. Sometimes you, we just overly hurt ourselves by digging. You still follow that person. You still check up on them. You got a fake page to watch what they doing. You, you following the girl. Wait, people do that? All the time, all the male and female too. Like I'm not that kind of person. Once I'm off of you, I'm off. Maybe it's maybe it's an Aries thing, but like once I'm off of you, I'm off of you, and I don't really think about that person in a sense, like to figure out stuff. So if somebody told me, and I'm not again, I'm not saying that it's not normal to be hurt. I've been hurt before, but it just never made me want to like keep that person in my life. Like I want you to be erased. Don't even say that you ever talked to me. <laughs> not, a, not a lot of people have that. No. That's what I was going to say. But Sheena, you, your perspective is so mature, but you have to understand at the same time that it's hard to get most there. people aren't there. Yeah. They're just not. Some people might never get there. Yeah. And I feel that I'm not knocking them either. I, Cause I was different too. At one point in time, that's why I said it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be bitter. It's okay for all those things. But when you make that person a villain in your story, you give them power. You're not the villain. I can forgive me. I can ask myself to change. I can get closure for myself. I can't get closure from somebody else. They may never yeah. apologize to me in the way that will help me heal, but I can change me. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So I'm not going to dwell on what you did. I'm going to move forward. Of course, I want to stab you in the eye. Duh. Like, of course. But I also don't want to go to jail and I also want to be happy. 
All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of season two. We have the part two coming up for you next week. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, as always, if you like this podcast and you would like to support us, check out nursepeak.com. We have plenty of merch on there. There's a lot of other great stuff on there as well. A lot of other great stuff on there. New though. merch. New merch, a forum. Please come back next week to check out the second part of this episode and every Thursday after that. Thank you guys again. We're great. We're, you're, you're great. great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. You guys take care. Bye.